everyone. It is Dave and Jeff. It is June 11th, 2023. Just a quick reminder yes. to everybody out there. A week from today, you know, today is, as Dave just said, the 11th. Dave, what's going on June 18th? It's Father's Day. Goddamn right, okay? Now, don't half-ass it like all of you do. <laughs> Who are you talking to? You're talking, talking directly to every, your kids? No, I'm talking to everybody in this audience. Okay. Right? Because Mother's Day... Oh, man, it's the flowers, it's the candy, it's the bath bombs. Everything's great. Cherries, berries. Yeah, you do all this bullshit. And that's fine. Mom's great. But who's the main guy that has to listen to mom's bullshit and be the border, right? Kind of the buffer between mom and you. It's dad. And I'll tell you, there's days that job's average. And then there's 364 other days where it's below average. So maybe you throw the old man... A little bit of a thank you next Sunday. And you're like, hey, Dad, thanks for kind of looking out for us from old what's-her-name <laughs> over there. kind of looking out for us. Yeah. Don't come in with like a bullshit $10 gift card to rallies. Because I tell you what, for the dads out there, if it's not up to your liking, just take it like it's a ninja star and just throw it right there. I just saw a guy talking about this, how... Mother's Day is the second most celebrated holiday of the year. That's, come on. Beyond Christmas, obviously. Okay, where's Father's Day? 20. Bullshit. 20. That's outrageous. Can you even name 18 in between? No. What did we lose out to? Columbus Day? Probably. What else did we lose Halloween, out to? Halloween, Thanksgiving. You Ridiculous. lost that to a bunch. Yeah. Memorial Day, for Labor everybody Day. 11 and under. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Are you, you got a week. Are you hoping to get something good? I, no, it's not that. It's funny, though. I will say this. Yeah. Um, Saturday night, I was told, show up at the condo, 5 o'clock, mystery night, and it doesn't involve the boys. She so, wants you to feed the dog. She's no, going out. I, she and I are going out, you idiot. You sir? Yes. Mystery sounds like I need you to feed the dog. And then uh, Sunday, we're actually hanging out. It's going to be very fun. Something you can't relate to. Kate and I are going to grill. I'm going to the goddamn Dodger game. Oh, how fun. Dude, oh, yeah? Are you going to be on the field at Dodger Stadium before the game? God, no. Okay. That's I'll do that I'll if they ask me to. Who are they playing? The Giants. I told you. Casey Schmidt's taking oh, care of me. Oh, that's good. That's a good day. Yeah, for Casey. A good day. <laughs> yeah. That's a good day. What are you going to wear? Did you figure it out yet? Uh, yeah, I'm not wearing Dodger or Giants gear. Probably just wear a regular t-shirt. No nothing. I don't I know. Hope, uh, I hope Pete and Billy hear that. They take you every goddamn year. It's different. They don't play third base for the fucking Giants. They bring the tickets and you just show up. That's fine. Captain asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna use that line at some point. Someone's gonna walk into wherever I'm expecting to meet them late. Look who it is, Captain Asshole. I'm gonna use it on somebody. <laughs> that would have been a lot more effective if I didn't laugh at my own joke. <laughs> oh shit! Everybody always drops that. Look who it is. You know yeah. the whole deal. Yeah, but now I gotta throw the Captain Asshole in there. Yeah, just uh, look. But again, it's uh, it's Father's Day. Yeah. And stop. Now, listen. If your dad shows up, the greatest David Spade joke of all time. David Spade said that his dad would show up twice a year, his birthday and at Christmas, and bring him a Nerf football. Really? And he said, oh, thanks, Dad. You're my hero. 
And uh, now if your dad just does that, fuck him. Don't do anything. Give him a $10 gift certificate to Dude, Bed I love Bath & Beyond. I love the old Nerf footballs. Better than the ones they have now. Unless they got wet or the dog got to them. You know what was a great football? The It's a Ball. Oh, I bet I thought you were going to say the Poof Ball. That one no. sucked. Do you remember the It's uh-uh. a Ball? Did they have those in Nashville? I never heard of it. Like the Nerf Ball. The Nerf Ball was pretty cool. Yeah. But What the, colors it, would you get in the Nerf Ball? Oh, that was cool. Because they, like, they had a million orange ones, remember? Yeah. And then you're lucky to get a mixed one. I like the one we had. We... We actually got one at Free FM, if you remember this, from Sony Studios. Sony used to do their version of the NFL game. Remember that? Yeah. And the one that I always got was Aztec colors, black and red. Yeah. The two... Uh, Two-tone one. Because, man, you throw a spiral with that thing. You could throw a spiral when you're a kid, yeah. you know, 35 yards. That thing looked good. <laughs> that looked good. <laughs> Like, you get purple and gold, Viking yeah, colors, I always got right? the Rams colors. I always got, yeah. the, obviously, royal and, and yellow. As a, as a Raider fan, black and silver didn't really do much. But that Aztec ball you would throw, red and black, yeah. you fire that, that's a good-looking ball. But the It's a Ball, Dave, was perfect for rain because it was made out of rubber. And so, same size as a Nerf ball. Okay. But you would kind of go Tom Brady and just... Overinflate it. Oh, this you had to put actual air in it. Yeah, you put actual air in it. Yeah, but you'd overinflate it one or two shots. Tom Brady took the air out. Remember? Oh no! Yeah, no. The it's ball. You wanted to go one or two over. Okay, and then you could throw that thing all day. But that ball, unlike a Nerf ball, if it ended up in the puddle, it was fine. You just went over to your buddy Joe Benedict and hey, turn around and dried it off on on the the back back of his shirt. shirt. Hey, what? Shut up. Mom's got, and his mom had that. Uh, his mom had that bullshit laundry soap, like, like not tied, but like ride, and uh, or gain. Not anybody uses gain. You're like loser. I still judge people. You go to Target, do you? I don't know they're Get laundry soap, or uh, when I go to Costco, yeah, if they were getting the Kirkland soap, just get the fucking tied. You're already here, asshole. You're buying 9,000 fucking bear claws, but you can't kick out $1.50 more. Do you remember, the, remember they had the racist commercials going with laundry detergent back in the day? No. Yeah, you do. That ancient Chinese secret soap. Oh, remember yeah. that shit? Oh, yeah. And you're like, dude, how the hell did this ever reflect? Oh, they didn't care. They, dude, no shit. They had a song out called Kung Fu Fighting. That was a great song, Carl Douglas. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great song. <laughs> you ever seen the video? No, I have fuck. not. Tom, the race is oh, fuck. my God. Tom Metzger's like, whoa. <laughs> that might be a little over the top, Carl. Yeah, some record executive's like, I love it. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> no shit. Well, fuck the record executive. The whole country was like, fuck yeah. How, what's your guess right now? I'm going to look this up. Yeah. How high do you think Kung Fu Fighting got on the charts? I'm going number one. I'm How say- about play that funky music, White Boy? Yeah. Hang on. Kung Fu fighting. I'm going to say four. I've never looked this up. God, it's so good how much show prep we did. It's, yeah, none. Literally did out of migraine all day. I just did to read. I don't know what the fuck we're talking about today. When have we ever known? <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, there's Carl Douglas. Let's see. What year did this come up? 1974. 
oh, here's what it says, Dave. Yeah. You're getting all worked up. It just capitalized on the martial arts craze in the early 70s. Of course. Like the Elvis. world was gripped by a kung fu craze. Uh, does Carl Douglas know kung fu? Not really. Yeah, um, doubt it. Um, let me see. Kung fu fighting. It was a disco song, they're claiming, by Jamaican vocalist Carl Douglas. Okay, it was released in 1974 and rose to the top of the British, Australian, Canadian, and American charts. It went gold. Yeah. Dude, look at Carl Douglas. If you're walking down the street and you see this guy, you better get to the other side. <laughs> you know what Carl's not selling, Dave? He's not Bullshit. in the, Yeah, he's not in it. <laughs> Absolutely not in Rated number 100 in VH1's 100 greatest one hit. 100? Hang on. How the fuck did that happen? Who was handling the voting there? Jack Cronin? <laughs> shit. Australian, number one. Austria, number one. Belgium, number one. Canada, number one. Oh, Finland. Look at these smug pricks. Six. France, Number one, Ireland, Netherlands, number one, New Zealand, one, Norway. Fuck, were they holding out for? ABBA, three. South Africa, number one. Switzerland, number two. U.S., number one. That's incredible. Spent 22 weeks on the charts. Music sucked. Yeah, pretty much. Here we go. All right. Some, going back to your laundry detergent. Mm-hmm. All temperature cheer. Do you remember cheer? Yeah. Uh, the rainbow one on it. Yeah. If you want to buy it right now online. Okay. hundred bucks. Wow. All. Remember all. Yeah. Do you remember whisk? Uh, yeah. Fab. Yep. Re, right. Okay. Here's one. I don't know. Re R E I. Is that it? Yeah. I don't know that one. All right. That you can buy this shit still seventies detergent. Here we go. Jeff for that. 35 bucks. If you want a bottle of that. Dave, tell me because you called this song was racist. Yes. And I'm looking at the lyrics, so tell me right now at which point that you think today people may say that there was something wrong, okay? Kung fu fighting? So we know everybody was kung fu fighting. Those kicks were fast as lightning. In fact, it was a little bit frightening, but they fought with expert timing. Not so bad. Here's verse one. Tell me if this is bad. (laughs) There were funky Chinamen from funky... Let's stop. From funky Chinatown. Yeah, right. They were chopping them up and they were chopping them down. It's an ancient Chinese art and everybody knew their part. From a feint into a slip and kicking from the hip. All right. I could see that. Then we go back to the (laughs) chorus. If you're in court, I could see that. Okay, here's verse two. Tell me on this one if it's yay or nay. There was funky Billy Chin and little Sammy Chung. (laughs) He said, here comes the big boss. Let's get it on. We took a... Bow and made a stand, started swinging with the hand. The sun motion made me skip. Now we're in a brand new trip. That one you don't like? Yeah, I think that uh, goes over the line. All right. Well, okay. I guess we'll remember that. Yeah. <laughs> you won't be able to hear that song ever again. No, you don't hear it any you Yes, don't. you do on the goddamn Sirius channel. Do they, do they still yeah. play that? They play that. Listen to Casey Kasem. They do the old top 40. Yeah. Here's one from Carl Douglas. Oh, and he just kicks in. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. So good. How do I know that? 
Do I need to go to confession? Yeah. No, you don't. There you go. See? Yeah. Good song. Shit doesn't fly today. No, you can't do that. Adele's not doing that. <laughs> Jonas Brothers did yeah. a remake. Can you imagine? CeeLo did a remake. Of course. Yes. That little hand motherfucker. <laughs> no shit. Right? Good God. Yeah. Got those little raccoon hands. It's all groping people. He does. People. Come here. Would you? It's so terrible. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at it. What's that, the video plan on your phone? No. I was trying to see if I could find when CeeLo did it because I saw he did. He That kid's a little bit of a wreck anyways. But, uh, yeah. But anyways, point being, we're not going to be here a week from Sunday or a week from today. Yeah. <clears throat> so just make sure we'll be here Thursday night again. Yeah. And then, uh, but just kind of giving you a heads up, right? Don't yeah. mail it in. Where are you? Where now? Hold on. Are you going to see the boys on Sunday? Mm-hmm. Okay. We're going to grill. Okay. What are you grilling? It's funny you said that. <laughs> um. Well, it it is. Do you choose what you grill on Father's Day, or they choose? No, we're Kate and I are Kate and I are choosing. Okay. So, who's paying for it? Oh, that's a good question. I don't really care. I mean, I... Christ's sakes, it's Father's Day. I know. Um, hey, why don't you come over and cook us all dinner for Father's Day? Yeah, it's one of those things, though, that I get that. But, like, Kate's always wanted to grill. Yeah. So he and I are kind of doing it together. So they got other things planned, but I like it. It'll be fun. What but, kind of... Uh... What are you going with? I don't know. It uh, So a friend of mine at work, you ever been I mean, to, are you doing charcoal? You're doing the, what are you doing? No, what I got, got a Weber. Okay. I got a Weber. So we'll go gas. You know what I think we might do is go swordfish. I like that. Do it. Yeah. Make your tacos. Yeah, the best. Because um, you can always go and get burgers and brats. But I have a friend, and we were talking about a butcher shop that just opened up in Carlsbad. And Lori Burtman's going to choke me. Have you ever been? Have you been to New Orleans or Baton Rouge or any of that? No, never have. I was at New Orleans when I was a kid. Yeah, my sister goes all the time. Yeah, but do you know like Cajun food or anything like that? No, but I used to like that guy. What was the name? The guy who did the Cajun shit. Remember uh, Emerald? No, he guy, the old guy back like thirty years ago. His onion. Remember the way he used yeah, to talk all the I time. I was some guy the other day was talking. He Cajun. had that crazy Cajun. I like he, it. And, uh, I can't understand except one every four words, but I like he it. He was throwing shit on the grill, and everything was nah. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to fire this meat on the grill, no? Nah. I was like, what? Is that now? But I was saying to my uh, friend of mine, Catherine, yeah. who's from there and just moved to San Diego, uh, I said, oh, I like this guy, because he was making, but it's, I'm, I'm going to fuck this up, and I'm not claiming like I know it. It's one of those things that you've read a thousand. Andrewy? The sausage? It's like a Cajun sausage. Dave, this dude was grilling this up and firing pepper jack on it and then grilling peppers. So it was almost like you would make like a cheesesteak. Yeah. But, dude, I've been to Philly. I, 
Anybody who's like, get that cheesesteak. Wait, watch this play. I don't mean to. I watched it. Okay. I watched it live. Why do you throw it at third base? That's exactly what I said to I, Jack Live. I he wrote, got so lucky. I wrote to Mark Grant. And he's lucky he didn't break his wrist. Yeah, we're talking about the play where Soto today. Juan Soto today on the double play. And he throws the ball to third instead of second, but yeah, there's nobody the, on third. And no. Mark's like, well, maybe he thought he, caught, he tagged up. I go, shut up, dude. Shut up. I go, why don't you point out the fact he threw it to the wrong base? And they just, yeah, Act those like two dummies. Happened. He's like, how about that? Seven, five, four. And I'm like, well, it should never have been seven, five, four. That's what I said. <laughs> Jack and I are watching that live. I go, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, I wrote to Grant. He's all defending him. Don't because those two shit. were jumping up and down like it was the best play ever. Jeez. It wasn't a triple play. Not like Manny touched third and then they threw to second. Yeah. yeah. He threw a third because Soto didn't know what the fuck was going on, guaranteed. and Manny bailed him out. Yeah, guaranteed. Machado's like, where the fuck are you throwing me the ball for? Yeah. <laughs> Manny's just not paying attention. It's like a John Sterling just hits him right in the head. Did you see the video? Of John? Yeah. Dude, it's so good. Dude, you, yeah, it is. <laughs> I sent it to Agler and to Tony. Dude, I heard it 5,000 times, but when oh, I saw it. it hit me. When I saw Ow. it. Ow. When he yelled out. But when I saw it, the video of tonight of him mm-hmm. actually hitting him in the forehead. Fuck, it's fantastic. Dude, he's almost 90 yeah. years old, and he didn't miss a pitch. Go back. Rewind that clip right there. Okay. Hang on. i show you something. <laughs> okay. Hang on. Pause it when you get a chance. No, just LSU. We just want to see LSU. Okay. Watch. I'll show you. Sorry for anybody listening that's like, what did we pay for? Yeah, we don't edit, so I'm sorry. But one of our friends, Lori Bertman, uh, behind home plate today. Pause. I saw her. Let's see if we see her. I thought. Ah, fuck. All right. Well, sorry, Dave. I don't see it there. But she, they showed one angle. Maybe they showed Skip in the crowd. Oh, but, good. But she was on TV. And congratulations to LSU baseball. Yeah. What's the kid's name from Helix? Jordan Thompson. And Jordan Thompson. That's Tom- him right there making that play. Dude, he was nice enough to sign yeah. two signed baseballs to my kids. Yeah, it's a, Holy a, shit. What a play. It's the number two play of the day. Oh, damn, dude. Congratulations to him. Yep. But um, sorry on all of that. But Dave, this guy was making this sausage sandwich. And again, I, I think it's in Drewy. I didn't, I'll have to ask, but it's like a Cajun sausage. And there was a part of me, like Jack, Kate, and I, their mom, they like spicy food. So yeah. maybe I'll grab a couple of those and grill you them. You should. I have, uh, I have a close friend of mine down the street. It's from Louisiana. And he says, something, like, he goes, it's fucked up down there. I don't like those. Like alligators jump in the boat. You know, yeah. you're out there. He says all of a sudden alligator jumps in the boat. Snake falls in the boat. Yeah, I don't like, like that. A bunch of poison. It's a bunch of shit that can kill you, basically. Speaking of which. Would you go to Louisiana like in the Everglades? I'm not going in the Everglades. I'll go hang out with Lori in, in Baton Rouge and meet Skip and hang out. <laughs> well, that's a safe environment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What was the name of that goddamn TV show where they used to always. It wasn't like, wasn't like the one at the bear. Remember they used to have like two of those shows when you were a kid. They had like Flipper, and then they had the one like Gentle Ben. Oh, Gentle Ben, yeah, Clint Howard. Yeah, was that the one where they always had that guy doing fan boat? Yes, yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Would you jump into a fan no, boat? No, those things freak me out. <laughs> I know exactly. With a big thing yeah. behind. Yeah, it looks like they're going way too fast. Yeah, and you're just waiting to be slung over the yeah, side. Exactly. Ah, there's no chance. If I was an ugly little shit like Clint Howard, I'd be on that thing. <laughs> I just kept waiting for Ben, gentle Ben, to be like, Knock someone's head off? Yeah, fucked up Ben. <laughs> just one time, Clint. I was saying to my kids today, like, 
What happened to social media? Because I used to go to Twitter. I still go to Twitter. I go today. Is your Twitter feed fucked up? Mine's all fucked up. Today I had one. It was fucking weird. I had somebody doing Jody Mac impressions on my Twitter. It was the weirdest. Like, who the fuck is this? Who does that? Nobody. Nobody's sane. And then, uh, but yesterday I see somebody... Now I'm getting all these things on my timeline from people that I don't follow and they don't follow me. Yes. Are you seeing that now? Yeah, I'm getting a lot of crazy stuff. And I'm like, what am I looking at that makes crazy stuff pop up? Like I told you, I was getting a bunch of people getting shot all of a sudden for a week. And then that one stopped. Yeah, go ahead. I got one yesterday and it was, this just shows up on my feed. Yeah. And it's like an average day in New York City. Did you see this thing? I might have seen this one. And it's a bus or a truck, and there's a body underneath it. And the person's clearly dead. And this person's filming and just showing as people are just walking around. A dead body. Their day. Well, yeah, and somebody is coming from behind the truck looking at their phone, and somebody is like, well, that's probably what happened to the first person. But then they they pan over to the left, and it appears to be the remnants of something that happened. And I'm like, why are we filming this yeah. shit? And why is it getting on Twitter? Yeah. Why is it ending up on my feed? I'm just trying to figure out what the Vikes are going to do to replace Dalvin <laughs> Cook. <laughs> and uh, Or I'm waiting to see if Sanchez hits another home run so yeah. that guy keeps showing you watching TV. And, and dude, I'm like, and then somebody's like, oh, here you go. And they attached the news article, and the it was a 70-year-old woman, and she had made a very positive impact on her neighborhood, her community, her family. And I'm like, seems like a nice woman. I saw woman. this one. I saw this one. Yeah, I'm like, seems like a nice woman. Is there a reason why we're all showing the video of her death? Like, yeah. I don't know, man. It just seems kind of fucked up. I saw one yesterday, and I swear to God, I'm not looking at crazy stuff that this would pop up. I, the shooting one, yeah, I might have seen a couple of people get shot to click on it and see it bigger. And yeah, that's probably why I got a bunch of shooting videos. Yeah, outside. I don't like that. I don't need to watch it. But that. I've never clicked on a tattoo one before. All of a sudden, I get one yesterday, and it's a lady getting a tattoo on her asshole. It was a big bullseye. Dude, I don't need to watch that. Well, I didn't either. That's what uh, I'm telling you. Why is it let, showing up? Let, let's let's take it step by step here, okay? What do you mean step by step? Let's you start think with I, me. I searched that uh, asshole tattoos, and then uh, so I can't stop getting them. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's a lot of us that are like, if I said, if I gave you if twice to got them, you'd say, yeah, well, of course. But me, no. Ah, uh, if I said to people, I'll give you twenty five bucks. So we could Dave's search history, they'd be like, eh. "Go ahead, honest to God, dude, there's nothing in there that I would feel embarrassed by." Uh, but you should well see the tat- you- the tech guy who's doing the tattoo. He's just he's just underneath, like straight sixty nine position doing it, and you're like, "What the fuck? How much I, you getting paid for this?" Uh, I don't need to see that. No, there's no part of that. Like, hey, everybody, hey, you go ahead, I'll catch up. Now the third ring, <laughs> they did it like three rings. Oh, check this out. Now he's putting the dart in. Yeah. No, oh, I was never... Look, the, the tip is you put the dart in. All right. You all right over there, Tom Byron? I'm not laughing. I'm telling you how it was. Jeez. All right. I'm going to find it again and send it to you. You know, Geekster listens to this, okay? Yeah. Can you start keeping That's that? Fine. I'm going to put a picture of Geekster up. Dude, do not do that. This show will take a major dive if you do that. I'll watch everything I say. 
Yeah. I know, for once, God, that'd be a terrible thing, wouldn't it? Yes. Because we'd all lose out on that bullseye story that we all loved. God damn it. How <laughs> lucky you get offended by certain things. <laughs> Last week, you just ended the show with, well, did you ride, did she ride the zipper again? All right, we're out. You fucking is out on the show. Yeah, that's it. We're done. <laughs> hey, we got to mention our friend Dan Williams. Yes. Dan's like, oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry, why I won't you right now? Something. Sorry, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, David, I tell you all the time, we are approaching the summer home buying season. David's here. I've got friends coming to town from Jamaica, friends coming to town from Toronto. They're wondering about the weather. I said, you're coming to town from Toronto. We're all crying and complaining that it's overcast. I go, it's 66 degrees. Nobody's complaining. But if you're thinking about buying a home or selling a home, nobody does it better than uh, Dan Williams to help get your finances in line. That's what you need at step one. And Dan can help you at 858-688-6813. Online at sandiegolending.us. Absolutely. Love the fact that Dan's worked with Brian Curry. Look, get approved, not just pre-qualified. Understand the financial of home buying. Don't get outbid like so many people did in 2020. Call Dan Williams today again, 858-688-6813, 858-688-6813. Speaking of our good friend, Brian Curry, again, if you're looking for the right place to move, the right neighborhood, Brian's your guy. I had a person reach out to me today saying, hey, there's something going on up in Carlsbad. Would you ever consider leaving Eastlake to come to Carlsbad? Ah, Carlsbad's beautiful. All of San Diego's beautiful. And Brian Curry knows that too, and you know that too as well, that hey, there are some other communities that maybe you might want to try out. If you want to get the most for your home, you want to start brand new. Again, San Diego County is fantastic. Nobody knows it better than Brian Curry. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. I don't think we did Ramona. I don't think we did Ramona on Dave Palais Amateur Real Estate Hour. We may have, but I know we did El Cajon. I know we did Santee, and I know we did Spring Valley. So yep. here quickly is Ramona, and then okay. I'll update the list. Dave, we're looking at a three-bedroom, two-bath, 2,000-square-feet home in Ramona. Now, when I think about people with that much space in Ramona, I'm like, what's going on? But when you got 2,000 square feet, and I didn't even look. I should have looked. Because the one thing you like out there, a lot of things to like out there, but a lot of those homes come with property where you could have a horse or multiple. So Dave, Brian Curry recently sold. These are numbers off of his website. They're authentic. Three bedroom, two bath, 2,000 square feet in Ramona. Dave, what did Brian Curry come back and tell the homeowner? This is how much we got for you. I'm going to go 750,000. That's a hell of an offer. And I think most people would have jumped at it shook hands and made their way to Red Lobster. But guess what? Brian's people came out even better. $820,000. That's why he wins awards all the time. And he's going to help you get the perfect home for you. Or he's going to help you sell your current home and get into that perfect home. Starts with a phone call to Brian. 619-251-1588 perfect hey speaking of the Padres Padres mm-hmm. take two out of three this weekend over the Rockies they're playing better baseball obviously this was a good week for the pods it wasn't just win one lose one win one lose one took advantage as far as the team that's in second place which is the Dodgers who are in a horrible stretch right now and uh it's funny I was listening to a couple Dodger podcasts after the game yeah Oh, everybody's like, fuck it. Just throw in the towel. It's like a waste year. hundred percent. I mean, the Dodgers record's not bad, but I'll tell you, they aren't that good of a team. They just aren't. Yeah. They have Mookie Betts. They have Freddie Freeman. They have JD Martinez and Will Smith, and that's all they have. 
Pitching's awful. Bullpen's awful. Starting pitching's awful outside of Kershaw and Bobby Miller. It's not a good team. So for the Padres, they can make a run. And so the Padres did pretty well. Of course, today, if you're a Padre Huge fan, you're, fuck up. You're, you're super pissed that you didn't sweep that series. That series was there to be swept. I mean, you talk about lazy baseball. What the fuck is Garcia doing on that play? Yeah. Well, what do right. you think? I mean, what, when you watch this team, what, what, what do you like? What do you not like? Well, I mean, to me, when you it comes down to that play, I think it's in the eighth inning. And Blake Snell pitched great. He did. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, pitched really well. Ryan Weathers yesterday, not bad. Yeah. I, I mean, really... I think Weathers wasn't happy that they yanked him after three, but they had a plan and it Dude, gets him a win. You point out the next day Weathers is happy. Guy's the most miserable fucker on the no planet. No shit. But today, that game was right there for you to win. Yeah. Three to one. They had the uh, plenty of opportunity again to make that game a four to one or a five to one game. But we get into uh, the eighth. The rain's starting to come down. Yeah. It's a ground ball to first, and Cronenworth is deep behind the bag, and Garcia makes no fucking move yep. to first base. So the runner gets on, and then next batter, fucking first or second pitch, goodbye! Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> and it's a tie game. Yes. And then you get to the ninth inning, and the pods go up again by one. Hater's not available. The rain's pouring down. And then... Uh, they fucking blow it again. So that game was. Now, I didn't see Bob after the game. Did Bob call out Garcia for not covering? I didn't. I didn't see it either. I don't think. I don't think Bob. He's not that guy to do no, it. No, I think you could see guys. Everybody knows because look, here you go. As a baseball fan. Yeah. All you think in your mind is one guy has to run 60 feet. One guy has to run 90 feet. Right. How do you not get there? Yeah. And honestly, the way the guy, I'm trying to think of who it was from Colorado. I'm mind blanking on who uh, got the hit. That guy was jetting down the line. Yeah. And um, Garcia may not be the the Still, you got most a 30, nimble. 30 yeah. foot head start. Yeah. Make a fucking play. And and then when it gets out and you go, ah, oh, come on, it's one game, whatever. I mean, they have not swept. Uh, uh, Sam said it on the postgame show. They've not swept a three-game series all year. You're still. Wow. Uh, you were eight and a half back. Yeah. So, I mean, I think you're still right there. And, yeah, incredibly frustrating. It is. So. That, 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 that's unacceptable, right? And then you sit and you wait through the rain delay and everything else, and then it's over in three batters. Yeah. You know, and then, unfortunately, you end up on the right, wrong side of things. But it would have been so much better that if they were able to pull the whole thing off. Come back, day off, before Guardians come into town. So you would have been, yeah. All right, so here's my question for you, all right? When you look at... Cleveland's coming in town with a losing record. They're, they're 31 and 34, okay? Mm. But the Diamondbacks are the team that's in first place. No Crazy, longer the Dodgers. Right? Dodgers are three and a half out. Diamondbacks right now are 15 games above 500. I think even ahead of where they thought they would be. Yeah. Meaning that the Diamondbacks saying, look, we have a plan. We're going to play this like the 82 Cardinals. We're yep. going to do it with speed. And Love we're going to do small ball when we have to. They're a fun team to watch. And they have yeah. two really good starting pitchers, right? So you, you sit and you look at Arizona. Is Arizona for real in your mind or a team that will fade back? We'll find out. We'll find out within a couple of weeks because that'll be a team to watch at the deadline. Because uh, we mentioned it, the Guardians. Yeah. Could they be in a position to unload a guy like Shane Bieber? Right? The White yeah. Sox have pitching. Yes. And they have a few backs. And they've been playing a little bit better. So the White Sox have to make that decision. Are they in it or are they selling? Yeah. But what does Arizona do? But if you're the Diamondbacks, you're lined up pretty well. Yeah. 
lined up pretty well, man. To, you're kind of wearing the horns right now. But the one thing about that team, I mean, you got Tori Lovello. Seen a lot. Yeah. So it's not like he's going to be panicked by anything. Um, Dodgers are still lurking. You want to believe the pods can get into that. But Diamondbacks are, yeah, man. I, Dave, we're, we're getting to the middle of June. Yeah, and they're 15 uh, and, games over. I mean, I think the Diamondbacks, if you were to ask the organization, would tell you they're two years out of schedule right now. That's probably about right. Yep. And and the idea that they, I don't know if they anticipated these changes coming with the pitch clock and everything else and kind of adjusted their scouting and their drafting to have guys that can fly, but it, it makes perfect sense. I mean, you see Fernando today. Yeah. You watch Fernando steal every day, man. These pitchers, like they, these guys just let these dudes run. Like the pitchers kind of still think it's it's 2021. It's really weird, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you're just giving a guy second base and a single scores a run. It's it's crazy. You know, but it's funny. It's really fun. I it, love it. It is fun to watch these guys steal bases again. It's funny. I was watching... Um, I was watching the the Phillies Dodgers before the Diamondback. I mean, excuse me, before the Rockies Padre game started, and the Phillies had Trey Turner on second. They okay. had, they had Bryce Harper on first. Okay. Freddie Freeman's playing first base, almost where second base and would stand. So Bryce Harper has a lead halfway to second right. already. They run a double steal. Yeah, they run a double steal, no problem. They steal it. Nobody even basically breaks. Okay, for mm-hmm. the, for the Dodgers to even get anybody out. Next one's a little Ducks weren't flair. Two no. runs score. Two runs. All of a sudden, it's 3 nothing, and, and the game's basically over right there just yeah. because the stolen base, the double steal created that. Yeah. You know, it's, again, I'm all for it. I don't understand why certain guys don't run, and, and in Major League Baseball, Bob Melvin, I know, has said it, that they don't really give a steal sign anymore. It's just the, it's up to the player. Wow. If you think you got it, you go ahead yeah. and take it. But when you sit there and you watch like a, a guy like Mookie Betts, who's one of the faster guys in uh-huh. baseball, only has four stolen bases. Yeah. Why? I, why, don't, why aren't you running? Man, I would turn these guys loose. Yeah. And and with Fernando right now, top of that, dude, just go. Right? Like he's just go. I'm with you. Fans and, love it. It's good for it's good for the team. I mean, it's talk about a little bit of a boost, man. All yeah. of a sudden it doesn't turn into you need a double or a home run to score the guy. All of a sudden, base it, just scores him. All all day long. God fuck, man. Take the runs that are there for you. I'm with you. All right. So here here's a question. Fernando's mm-hmm. been red hot in June. Mm-hmm. All right. It's been been off to a, a great start of the month. Obviously, we're only eleven days in, but still he's he's on pace to have a great month. Soto leads the team in almost every category. How many guys mm-hmm. on this team would you say are all stars for the um, pods? All star game's about a month away. Yeah, I think right now I think ooh. Cause a lot of these guys popularity. Yeah. Fernando gets in. Do you think Fernando gets in? Yeah, I think Fernando gets in. I'm, I'm curious to know about that one. I think, uh, depending on what happens over the next month, I think Josh Hader gets in. I do too. And I think Soto gets in. Michael Walker get a chance? Dude, that's a great call. Michael Walker should get a chance. He but should. I, I mean, does he? do you think he makes it? Like well, a, a again, man, he's got a where, couple more starts. Yeah. Let's say, let's say he's let's say he's eight and two or nine and three. He should. Yes. And now, if this is the pods of twenty nineteen, yeah, he's probably the representative, right? But I wonder, Dave, in a numbers game, depending on what happens. Um. Yeah, I mean, I put Waka ahead of Manny. Right. I, I would. 
Yes, absolutely, yeah. I would. Um, but I think man is yeah, man is not an all star right now. Not hitting two forty four. No. If I had a guess right now, I would say three. I would say Soto. I would say Fernando and Hader. Yeah. And I'd really say it could be two with Fernando and Hader. Yeah. Um, really over Soto. Like Soto's the best left fielder in baseball. Is that weird? Like there aren't any really good left fielders. When he when he knows where the fuck base. to throw the ball. <laughs> he throws it too. Yeah. You know what I thought was crazy, by the way, when speaking of, of baseball, as uh, I almost wrote to our friend Devin, because I know he's sitting there watching. All yeah. right. Isn't he in town next week? I don't know. It's got in calendar. You tell me. Well, I guess he only texts me. So. <laughs> he only texts me to make fun of my lawnmower. <laughs> so, but I, I was going to, and I text Grant on this one too. So you, you said you played catcher when you were a kid. Yeah. Nobody did the one leg bullshit except for like Tony oh, Payne. Yeah, Remember that? I mean, we were so little. Yeah. We weren't doing any of that shit. But so now you see guys go down to one leg all the yeah. time. So the, the Padres have a guy on third base mm-hmm. and the ball literally hits the catcher in the foot. And the guy scored. So that's how the Padres yeah. got their fourth run. Yeah. In the ninth inning. And you're Hassan going. Kim scores from third. And you're like, what? I'm, for me, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> if I'm the yeah. pitcher, I'm what the fuck? Yeah. So I asked Grant. I go, how can that happen? Why would you go down to one knee with a guy on third? And he goes, you know, today's baseball. That's what he wrote back. And he's right. He, he wasn't, yeah. you know, pulling to shut the fuck up. But he's right. Today's baseball, guys, it doesn't matter. But it literally almost cost them the game. That guy inning before. Did you see that snap throw? Yeah. Behind the runner? Yeah. Like, holy fuck. That's the kind of shit I like, too. But, yeah, it is weird. That right? Was, but I also think, Dave, in fairness to the catcher, in the ninth inning, I don't know how well we could see it, but Don and Mud alluded to it a lot. Dude, it was it was pouring. It was sheets. It was like Miami rain. Yeah, it yeah. was pouring. And it was funny, um, right before the home run that Cosgrove gives up, Right, those first two are on the line. It's just, hey, hey. <laughs> I said to Jack, I go, dude, this ump is like, fuck it. If anything, if it's within six inches of home plate, yeah, I'm calling it. So you better swing the bat. And then wasn't McMahon? Was it Ryan McMahon who hits a home run? No, it was. Uh, what's the right fielder? What's his fucking name? Sorry, I'll go back to it. Uh, number right. twenty-two. But who looks like a hell of a player too, man? Is helped a good. No, hold on. Who the fuck was it? Well, it was it was Jones. It was the left fielder. Yeah, fuck. It was Nolan Jones. Crush, Hit yeah. three sixty now, four home runs. Well, not not the game winner. I'm talking about the one that tied oh. the game in the ninth. Yeah. I thought that was McMahon. Yeah. And uh, didn't Nolan Jones hit one the other day? Yeah, well, he's, he looks good. Four hundred fucking feet, like crazy. Um, but uh, the, I mean, in fairness to the catcher, Dave, I don't know that in those conditions. You, you're at your best when you're trying to catch a breaking ball. Yeah, was, you know I don't. I'm sure it was a breaking ball. It looked like it was. I'm not even sure. Just but a straight fastball that got away. Hit him right in the gutting foot. Yeah. Well, again, <laughs> it's it's one thing if yeah. it's the middle of June and you're out here, dude. I may I may give the catcher a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. Didn't seem like. Uh, hey, Dave. Uh, I had a game. Remember one time we were down in uh, Boise. Man, it was coming down buckets. I told my guy, hey, put a little bit of the rosin on your shoe. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck are we doing? <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. I mean, I, uh, it's hard for me to, to 
to give the catcher a hard time in that situation because they were. Did you see Don fuck that ball up yesterday? That went. Yeah, he booth? had a problem t- too. What the fuck is going on? Jesus Christ! Has the guy ever been around a baseball? Up there dancing around, <laughs> and and dude, I've never been more embarrassed. Tony Gwynn Jr. jumps under the table like he'll do nothing to protect Agler. If that ball was coming at Agler yeah. yesterday. Good luck having an eight-year major leaguer next to you. He's gone. And Tony admits, I'm gone. Like, I'm talking out of school. And Mud did nothing to help Don. Oh let Don flail around <laughs> like, a, like a big goldfish on a hot sidewalk. Oh, my papers and my monitor, my manhood. Yeah, all of it <laughs> went away. Ball went right through the curtain. Did you hear him today? Did you hear Don today talking about it? I saw that. Yeah, and then Mud threw the ball back at him. Looked like hit him right in the nuts. No, you but, see that when he said, let's reenact it. Yeah. He flipped the ball up. It looked like yeah. he just bounced it right off his but nuts. But you hear him say Manny told him today? Yeah. Don't know what the fuck he doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I did. I did see that. All right. So, look, here, here you go for the pods coming up. All right? Okay. See how comfortable you feel the rest of June. Cleveland, as I said, has a losing record. Then you have the best team in baseball. Come into San Diego, though. It's Tampa Bay for three games. Wow. You have any interest in seeing Tampa Bay in town? I do. Yeah, why not? But it's Father's Day weekend, right? That's true. That's true. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the the Rays come to town. So I will not see them. You're not going to stop by and see Francisco Mejia? I'd love to. Just to tell Frankie, hey, keep your chin up. The (laughs) fuck did that ball? 472. Killed that ball. Jeez. Here we go. John. But at Bally Sports San Diego. ESPN oh, give, credit, they give to, credit to them. Yeah, MLB is like, thank you. All right, sorry. All right, no problem. Then you have uh, you go on the road four games against the Giants. Oh. Okay, Giants are playing better baseball right now. Yep. Then you are home again, three against the Nationals. Okay. Good games, right? Right there. Yeah. Good, good chance for you to catch up there. Hopefully three would be nice, but probably two out of three. And then you finish out the month with the Pirates and the Reds, two teams that nobody thought would do anything. Yeah. Reds are playing really good baseball right now. Yeah. Seeing them in Chicago. Yeah. How about the fact, that's so funny you're seeing them in Chicago. That's why I saw in Chicago last year. Jonathan India. Yeah. Unbelievable. He's only in his third year, and now the Reds are talking about trading him. Oh, my God. Yeah, because they have that much young talent. Fucking nuts. But they're going to have to. It's the thing that Herb Street got all mad at uh, Ken Rosenthal about. Do you okay. see that? No, whole I didn't. Thing? I know Herb Street's a huge Reds fan. So Ken know. Rosenthal alluded to that and said, hey, Jonathan India uh, may have to move around. They talk about, they say that they could move him to center field, right? Doing And Herb Street lost his shit. <laughs> and he was like, you know, why don't we just give credit to the guy that he's an ultimate team player? And it was back and forth. It was pretty funny between Rosenthal and Herb Street. Uh, Herb Street loves him. Um. Yeah, I can't imagine they trade that kid, dude. He is a it, it, stud. Yeah, they've done a pretty good job. So here's an interesting story that I, I caught today was Ellie Dela Cruz. Okay, the kid from yeah. the Reds. Everyone's talking about. Yeah. Who swears he's the fastest guy on the planet? Have you heard this thing already? I didn't know like that. He, he's no. ready to raise Tyreek Hill. Like he's says he's the fastest guy on the planet. Love it. Go. Six years old. They took this kid out of his home to be a major league baseball player. Like they said, this kid has talent at age six, away from the family. Can you imagine? Well, it's kind of like the Wayne Gretzky thing, right? Right. Hockey. Yeah. Hockey, you hear crazy stories like this all the time. Happens all the time. Guys like uh, Connor Bedard, who'll be in the draft in a couple of weeks, but Shane Wright from Seattle, McDavid. 
a lot of these guys, man, they leave they leave home and they're like 14, 15. The, yeah, you hear And me? they go play competitive junior hockey. But at six years old. This well, like not a, like that, man. Go, no. This kid's a fucking stud. And so you sit there and go, wow, that, that's, that's crazy. The Dodgers have a guy, Nick Robertson. He pitched today. He's 31. All okay. right. First South African player ever in the Major League How Baseball. How about that? And they did the same thing when he was a teenager. They pulled him out of the country because they said nobody played baseball in his country. Uh, and they brought him to the United States, and his family would come visit with him, stay with him every once in a while. Yeah. But he finally made it to the majors at 31. But his dream was to be a pro baseball player. How old was uh, Ethan Salas when he no made the decision to move away no kidding, from Florida right? to go move yeah. to, to visit family? And ironically, when he did it, you know, it just kind of worked out that he wouldn't, if he was still in Florida, yeah. he would have gone into the draft. Yeah. But by going and, and making the decision to get out of Florida, where you've got the Heat and the Panthers, that you'd rather go to Venezuela, right? Yep. Isn't that weird how that it's, made him oh, it is. Made him eligible for the international draft? Yeah. yeah and it just anybody had the opportunity to just pay cash and sign him? And well, that worked out. Pretty well, it is. I mean, all these stories are, are kind of nuts, right? When we talk about youth sports and, and different guys with a dream. So uh, let me ask you this question uh-huh. before we move on. Did you see the E60 on the Ducks today? No, I recorded it, okay. but I haven't watched it yet. Okay, good. No, I watched it. I was hoping that you, it's you only, caught it. It's only part. It's only one, right? It's the only Bill one. Walton thing it's is only one. four parts. Is it four? I was wondering why. Two more tomorrow. Two. Okay. Or two more on Tuesday. Okay. Um, The Ducks thing good? The Ducks thing was is a little fascinating to me. Okay. About it. So, uh, yeah. The, about the movie. It was all about the movie. And how it ultimately yeah. brought them. And, and, I mean, they have their Stanley Cup champion. Yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. The Disney aspect, everything that went into it. So I'm yeah. like, I won't ruin it for you, but it was it was worth watching. It was an okay. hour long. It was worth watching. Yeah, a lot of memories will come back. I will say this: Pete and Point Loma is not going to like it. They should go back to those uniforms they had they when should. they first started. Completely, the, With Paul Correa and Tamu. Yeah, they should go they, back to those uniforms. I think when they sold the team, that the new owners wanted to separate themselves. From the Disney. Disney part. So they got rid of the Mighty Ethan part, the Mighty yeah. Ducks part. But, I mean, the current jerseys, a little dull. I agree. A little boring, which is Ducks across the front. Yeah. Every now and then they've got um, alternate city, kind of like their version of the City Connect. They're pretty cool. Are they the only team? If <laughs> you won't know the answer, maybe you will. Are they the only team that had the name of the team before the city? Remember, it used to be the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard of another team doing no. that before. Yeah. Um, what yeah, I think that's it. The Stu, the Stu Grimson part will make you laugh. Dude, Stu's great. I know you'd like Stu. Yeah, Stu's great. <laughs> Stu, the thing that the Ducks did that was brilliant was they two of the first guys they signed were Stu Grimson and Todd Ewing. And they were tough. Then they had Denny Lambert. Yeah. And they were... I mean, I'm pretty sure... That the gulls of that point were were associated when the gulls were in was that the IHL I think the IHL and the gulls became the farm team yeah and it was pretty good but the the that's the problem with the ducks now Pete's team sucks because they're soft and, and you got young talent but you have nobody to look south for those guys so yeah I hope uh, they hired a new coach. Never heard of him. And uh, 
I mean, there are options out there, and they, they just went for this guy. Yeah. Uh, Gulls have a new coach. All right. What's but, he like? What's his history? Hey, I tell you. Who knows? And uh, <laughs> But they got to get tougher. And the yeah. problem is with the San Diego team, the, the absolute problem that they don't do is this market knows hockey. And what the what the Ducks management has to do is they have to realize I, there, there's no favors given in this city. If you put together an entertaining product that scores, that's tough, that's physical, you might lose each game six to five. But if your team's competitive, plays with a bit of an edge, you'll fucking have people in there every night. That team they had last year just looked like they were going through the motions. Now, that could be coaching it could be players it could be anything but but they're not san diego's watched a lot of hockey over the years and yeah they'll go out for three dollar bud light night or whatever else but you need to put a better product down the ice and so ducks have the number two pick in the draft a couple of weeks i would think whoever they take makes the big team almost immediately but then they've got a handful of other picks throughout i mean i think they got a lot of picks in this draft and it should change the lineup of the way Good. San Diego looks. But they just they have to get stronger, faster, tougher. And if they do that, then people will start going back out. There you go. Right now, they're boring. There you go. Hey, I want to mention Alan Taylor, Taylor May Pools. Look, your chance to get the perfect pools just around the corner. All you have to do is call Alan Taylor. Ask about available financing. Look, the pools are completely different than anything you've ever seen. You can check it out on our website, DaveAndJeffShow.com. Take a look at what Alan does. Again, Taylor May Pools, 619-449-4452. Weather yesterday, I mean, our weather is a little bit like the Padres, right? Where we get two or three good ones in a row, and then we end up with a day like today. But whether you're buying that brand new pool or you're taking the pool that you currently have, it's gotten a little boring, gotten a little flat. So you give it the old one-timer, and Alan can do it. By the way, happy birthday to Amy. Yeah. I love it. Uh, Turned 23. Yeah. So happy birthday, Amy. But you can remodel. You can resurface. The electrical, Dave, is always important to have done. Plumbing and more, 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Here's what I'm thinking. You tell me on this. Congratulations to our beloved friend, Erica. On Friday, she graduated last month. But on Friday, she was honored at Petco Park as she got her master's degree. As we pointed out, she's had her master's in talking shit for quite a while. Nonstop. Nonstop. But now she walked and incredibly exciting. Glad that Laura went out there. I guess Laura had nothing to do at one o'clock on a Friday like uh, the rest of the goddamn world, Lee Elias said. (laughs) But, um, Dave, because... She's younger. I don't really feel we can't give a celebrity pool to Erica. This feels kind of creepy. But so here's what you and she's I. Not a, she's not a kid. I got it. But listen, hear me out. She's not. Jacuzzi? She's not here to kitty pool. She's not here tonight. Yeah. But if Erica was here tonight, what celebrity would she say? Let's name a pool after this celebrity in my honor. Charlene Tilton. God. That's why you're goddamn brilliant. I would have never thought of that. What about tattoo? Hervé Villachey? Yes. Let me just ask you real quick. Okay, you were doing fine. Yes. 
Did you ever take a marketing class? Well, you just said Charlene Tilton. Now you think you're going to sell Hervé Villachet? Well, stop on your head. <laughs> I don't know. Thought maybe I was doing better. Or yeah. Hey, Amy, what's up? I, I heard a crazy stat well, about hang that on. guy. Yeah. We're gonna the first eleven people. Yeah. Cash only. In tribute to Erica. It's the Charlene Tilton. What a perfect call. Yeah. Charlene Tilton celebrity pool. And uh, blonde hair, attractive. Yeah, we got it. Okay, okay. We're we're able to do the math over here. You think Charlene Tilton dyed her hair? Uh, yeah, Charlene Tilton. A lot of people don't realize uh, natural redhead. Man, didn't know that. No, a lot of people don't because she had it done really, really well. Others, you look and you go, "Ah, I'm not so sure. Is that yellow? That what is that? I can see the red. Look right there. You can see the red. But Charlene. Tilton is our celebrity pool of the week. Congratulations, Eric. We're very, very proud of you. <laughs> what was your stat about Hervé Villachet? Well, I'm kind of nervous about how I, oh, I forget. It. I'll just tell you the truth. All right. So he was always packing heat. He always had a gun on I him. I heard that. Did he? Always, yeah. he always carried a gun on him. How about that? Little gun? <laughs> little stub nose? <laughs> With little, little stubby fingers? He had one of those guns, like in his belt buckle, would just slid yeah. right off. Did he have it with one of those cowboy hats with the string under his chin? Bang, bang. <laughs> you ever, ever see the movie That's My Boy with the Adam Sandler? No. In the movie, he has a tattoo of tattoo because he thinks it's hilarious on his back. <laughs> I like that. I'd laugh at that. <laughs> I laughed at it, too. In the movie, Adam's, uh, uh, Andy Samberg's all pissed at him. It's not funny. Never was. No. Oh, my God. Anyway, yeah, the guy uh, the, the guy literally carried a gun all the time. That just kind of surprised me. There Gotta you go. love it. There you go. Hey, uh, I want to mention Fabian and Miguel. Again, this is the number you're going to want. You're going to need it. Hopefully, not for you. Hopefully, it's someone that calls and says, look, you're a close friend of mine. What do I do in this situation? It's bright bail bonds. And Fabian and Miguel, they've written over 20,000 bonds, so you know you're in good hands. They're professional, confidential, caring, non-judgmental, and they're available 24-7 to assist you any jail time in California. Also, uh, to facilitate state bonds in some cases that are out of state. So, look, make sure that you have this number. Put it in your phone, 888-669-0295, Again, it's Bright Bail Bonds. Yeah, we need it. Everybody needs it. Um just to have it because people call when they're in trouble, yep. right? And there are different levels of trouble that your friends get into. But if somebody made one bad decision and that bad decision either ended them in the Vista jail or the downtown jail or Las Colinas or Juvie, wherever the case may be, probably not Juvie, but Las Colinas, downtown Vista. And if they called and said, what do you think that phone call is going to sound like? They're going to be miserable. They're going to be scared. They need help, and they want help immediately. And that's why the guys at Bright Bail Bonds are the perfect people to know. The phone number is 888-669-0295. Again, 888-669-0295. You can find them online. What I love online, what I would highly recommend checking out at brightbailbonds.com, and we'll get a link up on our website if we haven't already, But the FAQ section is brilliant that Fabian and Miguel have put together because I literally went through and started reading those, Dave, and we're like, oh, yeah, I want to know the answer to that. And I want to know the answer to this. 
you should do the same. But Dave mentioned it. Put the phone number in your phone, and hopefully you never need it. Yeah. But if that bad night comes up, at least you know your friend or family member is going to be in the best hands possible, and that's the guys at Bright Bail Bonds. Absolutely. Don't forget about Kyle Fluker right now. Look, he guys quit his normal job because he's doing this full time. Love it. Look, his business is taking off. I tell you all the time, you got to get on his calendar. Kyle's really good at what he does. He can help your business. He can help your website. If you need a brand new one, you call Kyle. If you need to fix the one you have, you call Kyle. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Yeah, everything we do is online, right? Yep. I mean, think about it. If you have to do car repair, if you need to make a dental appointment, chiropractor appointment, if you're buying something, if you're selling something, everything we do is with the website. And if your website's not performing up to par, it's not the fault of your customers. It's your fault. But nobody can help you faster than Kyle Fluger, and especially now that he's a big shot uh, entrepreneur. I love hearing that, right? Yes. It means that so many people have listened to what we said, have found out what we talked about, and he's the absolute best at helping you get the absolute most out of your website. There you go. Now I feel bad about the whole telling you about tattoo, carrying that guy in gun. I didn't realize that's how he died. What happened? He shot himself. Oh, he committed, committed suicide. Shooting he himself. did? Yeah. Well, I look at his friends, say, hey, do you need to carry that? There could be something better. He said he did it from what I just read right now. He said his internal organs were normal size, so he was in extreme pain. Ah, really? Yeah, that's what it says. That sucks, man. He was a lot of fun. Uh, two quick things to point out. Godspeed to Hervé, yeah, by the you way. Know, he was a lot of fun. What are you talking about? I loved him on. He was so great on Fantasy Island. Didn't you love him? Why, why did they stick him on that show? They were goofing on him. They're goofing on little people. You just had a guy saying the plane, the plane. Yeah, but he was he was beloved. He was. I waited for it. Yeah. It was great. Nobody laughed at him. Everybody loved him. That's true. I mean, he wasn't going to play Fonzie. Imagine how shitty happy days would be if he was Fonzie. Yeah. Well, like waiting for him late to climb, all the time. Up, climb up on the motorcycle. Hitting the jukebox, jumping up to hit the jukebox. Yeah. Fuck. Pulling his little stepladder over. Just a little hand. You think Pinky Tuscadero's hanging out there? No. Come on. No. Like, let's get this figured out. I, I mean, sorry. We shoot straight around here. That's why you pay five bucks a month for hard-hitting commentary. Um. Two things. Number one, when I was here last, you were telling me that you were suffering a little bit. You were down in the dumps because I, it was the end of Ted Lasso. Yeah, I was. And you were very disappointed. Not disappointed, but you just kind of were going through that 100%. vibe. Yeah. We're like, you want to watch a couple more episodes? I sure, sure was. Uh, I know that feeling because I have just completed. Did you finish it? Book number 10. Oh, okay. What, Lasso? Yeah. No, I'd watched it. I was done two weeks ago. Okay. Uh, my friend Matt Coyle, who has become a friend to so many of you, Dan Williams and Gavin and a bunch of you, the book number 10 is Odyssey's End. Yeah. And I was laughing with Coyle today because when he gave me the advanced copy a couple of weeks ago, he's like, I don't know, man. I don't know. He doesn't like any book. He, does, he huh? doesn't. And it's so goddamn funny. And he's telling me, you know. There might be spots where it's kind of slow. And I told him tonight, I go, well, God, I was just sitting there going, if this thing's a big pile of shit, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to have to go on 
and fake like, hey, hey so hey. <laughs> or I just want to say anything. Dude, I'm telling you, he crushed it. Good. It is so good. Uh, the book is Odyssey's End. And for any of you that have followed along with the Rick Cahill series, I could not be more excited. I could not be more happy for Matt. It absolutely lives up to what we've grown to expect out of the series. It's dynamite. So congratulations to Matt. But if you haven't read the books, the and every author will tell you this. Yeah. Hey, this book's a standalone. This book's a standalone. You can read it. Well, Dave, just picture if you join Ted Lasso in season three, episode five, and just picked it up there and then went back and watched season one, episode three, then jumped into season two, episode five. Like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> read the books in order. It's character development, relationship development. You get to see everybody. You get to see the change in Rick Cahill. They all take place in San Diego. That's what's a blast. They take place, and he's talking about being in Del Mar or Coronado or Oceanside, all, La Jolla, a lot of it. And the first book in the series is Yesterday's Echoes. Start with that. I'm telling you, for the summer right now, fast read, great pool read, and, and a guy that has become a great friend of this show. So congratulations to Matt. Odyssey's End is great. Dave, the second thing... Larry Thomas has reached out, Gavin's reached out, and a handful of others have reached out saying, are we actually going to watch a game for Team Jamaica in the World Lacrosse Championships coming to San Diego State? And I found the game that we're going to. It's going to be uh, June 22nd, which I believe is a week from Thursday night. It's Team Jamaica against Germany. And it's a 7.30 start at San Diego State. But if you can send me a note and say, yeah, I want to go, I'm going to hit Yaffe up because Yaffe's doing PR for this thing. I can't imagine that there's a whole lot of people around town, unless people listen to this show, that are going, hey, I don't care what we do all summer. Don't bug me at 730 on the night of the 22nd because finally I've got Germany and Jamaica tickets. It's not. Okay, Yaffe, you hear me? But our group's going to go. And so if you want to go, I just need a heads up on how many people. Our friend Joe Carlos coming to town. Jack and Cade. Um, James Royal's son, yeah. Zachary, is going to be helping out Team Jamaica. Nice. We, we got Zachary signed up. And uh, so if you want to go out and be a part of it, it'll be at San Diego State. That's a week from Thursday, June 22nd. We'd love to have you come out. It's going to be a blast. I know absolutely nothing about lacrosse. I know absolutely nothing about Team Germany. All I know is that I've been told Team Jamaica is incredibly cool, and they're incredibly excited that we're all in on them. Cool. There you go. So, yeah, June 22nd, if you want to go, let me know. All right. Here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going June 13th. Okay. Chris Evans. I like Chris Evans. I know you would. That's why I said it. Uh, I'll say 43. 42. 42. Dude, I'm going to say... God, see, I don't know if he's got a piece of these movies. Uh, Downey has a piece of them. Yeah. I'm going to say Chris Evans is 80 million. It's more than that, actually. 140? 110, it says. Good for him. All right. The twins, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. Oh, that's really funny. I got to think. Let me see if everyone I can knew they had money, though, right? Yeah. All right. So. I think a lot of people are going to be freaked out by this. I'm going to say that they're. 
say they're 45. No, nah, not that old. Really? No. Nah. 40? And the 37. No shit. Yep. Uh, I thought they were a lot older than that. We may want to check that birth certificate. <laughs> uh, dude, they had a ton of money, but I don't know if they, like, if it kept building, I'll say $200 million. It says $100 million. Okay. That's what it says. That makes sense. All right, last one, Tim Allen. Holy shit. You had thrown out Tim Allen dead or alive. I might have paused there for a second. <laughs> Buzz Lightyear. Uh, Tim Allen, 72. 70. Okay. Um, say 100 million. 110. Pretty close. All right. Not bad. Not bad. Five random questions. We'll okay. start San Diego question here. Would you rather go to the fair or the track? Um, it's funny. I wanted to take my kids to the fair. It's not going to work out. For me, it's always been the How track. How long's the fair? Uh, is it six yeah, weeks? The fair just started. Yeah, and goes through the 4th of July. But um, next week is Father's Day weekend. And then Joe's in town. And then I'm going to uh, San Francisco for the Padre game. So... When are you going to uh, the soccer game? Do you have a soccer game coming up? Oh, yeah, up to- on the 24th. Okay. Yeah, going to the Wave. Um, no, I thought you were going to L.A. Aren't you doing oh, LA yeah, FC? Wednesday night. We're going Wednesday. That's why I got to do a podcast on Thursday. Um, yeah, Wednesday night we're at LAFC. I'm looking forward to that. Um, for me, it's the track. And when I go to the track, I don't deal with the fucking Johnny Bananas, guys sitting around, right? Guys like Kaplan. Wearing a jumpsuit out there. I don't have time for that shit. <laughs> I head out to the infield, and I go as far out as you can go. And you go all the way out onto that rail. It's my favorite place to be in the track because as they come down the back stretch, not as much now. It used to be when they wore, when the silks were nylon, man, it would be snapping like flags in the wind. But now everything's spandex. But... When you're on that back stretch, man, you're hearing the jocks yell at each other. Like, really? Yeah, not like not like uh, profane. Just like, hey, give me a lane, give me a lane, and it's great. And when they make the turn, um, especially on like a race that's a mile, dude, it just sounds like thunder coming at you. Wow. So, uh, fair's fun, but uh, give me the track. And and for me too. I'll take a track on like a Thursday, random Thursday afternoon in August when there's about 800 people out there. It's yeah. just the it's just the best. But now, I mean, man, look, I, I don't know where horse racing is in the next five, 10 years. I just don't know. I mean, another horse euthanized at Belmont today. Uh, dude, it, it's going the wrong direction. It is. And it, it's, they're such gorgeous animals, yep. man. And, and I'm sorry, uh, Racetrack's been a big part of my life for a long time. I'm just, I can't, I can't sit here and just go, it's just part of the sport. No, it's not. There's That's where no, I'm at. When you're, um, I remember the only, the one I was closest to, top of the stretch, and I think it was Lafitte Pinkai, and the horse went down kind of right in front of us. Lafitte got thrown, got pretty banged up. That's a, just an awful, awful thing to see. And and handful of reasons why talk to the vets or people a lot smarter than me. But yeah, I mean I, I love that sport. So I'm sorry to see where it's at, but but yeah, all things being equal, Thursday afternoon, back stretch for me. All right. How early where are you going? 
I'll be honest, I have zero desire zero desire to go to either one right now. Yeah. Uh, but I'd pick the fair right now. Yeah, I like the fair when um, the concerts were part of it yeah. where you could just go out. There's bullshit that you're charging, yeah. you know, eighty five bucks to see. I think I get asked to go to the track probably twenty times a year. Like yeah. People always, hey, you want to go to the track? All the time. I always say no. And people just love it, love it. And I'm kind of like you right now. I'm just the tough tur- time, man. Tur- yeah, it turn- turns me off, man. It's a tough time. All right. How early do you show up to the airport for a flight? So I was having this conversation. I like getting there early. Like what's early? Um, so I have a one o'clock. Well, most of the time I fly early in the morning or I try to be out by eight because wherever I'm going, then it gives me more time in that particular city. So if I got an eight o'clock flight, um, if it's domestic, just flying from here to Chicago, like I'm doing in a couple of weeks, yeah. I'll probably be out there by six 30. Okay. If it's international, I'll be out there by six. Yeah. I just, I'm lucky I have TSA pre-check. So everything we have a, we have a great travel agent that we use from work. So everything's entered in. So really I just get there. I drop my bag off with American and I'm through that line and I'm at the gate, but I just, I just, I want to be at the gate. I just want to be there. I don't care. So I have that TSA thing also. It's good, right? Well, yeah. Well, I realized my wife has the global entry. Yeah, I don't have that one. I, you I, said since you, you go to Canada. And stuff. Yeah, all the time. Why don't you get the global entry one? Um, well, the TSA, like global entry works for coming home. Like I don't have to go to Montreal or Vancouver, Edmonton anymore. Um, I really just. Like, I don't have a card for TSA. I just have a number. Oh, that's funny. I got the card. Yeah, I don't have a card. I got it down here. I had to come down here to Otay Mesa. I had to go to Mission Valley to get mine. Really? Like at that office depot or some uh, shit. Yeah, I got lucky. When I came down, the guy knew the show. Yeah. And one of three people that knew this stupid show. And uh, he <laughs> Did he call you Captain Asshole? He did not. <laughs> but if I meant getting the card faster, Dave, that's funny. I got to look. I think my I think my card's almost up. My card yeah. may. I think it's five years for 100 right? bucks. Fuck. Glad you said that. I got to take that to work tomorrow and get that redone. Um, but that's absolutely worth the hundred. But I try to be out there two hours before. What about you? I'm exactly right. It's uh, an, an hour and a half before. Um, and now there's I'm going all to New York, that construction Chicago. at Terminal One. Yeah. I just took the reason I brought it up to you was I took Walchef and his family to the airport yesterday, eight in the morning. Oh, nice. What time was their flight? Uh, they, they needed like two hours. And um, they had trouble like printing their tickets or some shit. So they wanted to go at eight. Anyway, the reason I bring it up, dude, he just got there 30 minutes ago. So I took him 8 o'clock in the morning oh, yesterday. to get to Belgium? To Bulgaria. Or Bulgaria, I'm sorry. Make yeah. that mistake every year. My apologies, yeah. Sean. And so, yeah, literally it took that long. Holy shit. Where was the biggest layover? Fuck if I know, man. Like, serious to God, dude. It looks so miserable, man. Like, I'm, uh. he's taking pictures and everything, and I'm just like, oh, fuck me, dude. Yeah. I mean, literally, he ate, we're doing the show right now. It's 8.47 on a Sunday. He left at 8 in the morning uh, on a Saturday. No, fuck I got... Fuck that. Fuck that. I got... I'm trying to think of trips that... Well, I'm going to San Francisco in a couple of weeks. And Jack and Kate and I are going, and that'll be fine. Yeah. We don't give a shit. It's an hour change flight up there, so we're just... Yeah, we'll go. Yeah, we'll go in there. Mom always takes the window seat from them because... She doesn't like, I'm like, dude, we're just rolling. Go sit wherever the fuck you want. We got an hour and 20 minute flight. I'll see you when we get off. And then, uh, so I've got that. And then I go to uh, Chicago for a week at the end of July for the national. And then I'm in Toronto 
November 10th through like the 18th, I think. And then I think that's it for now. I got out of going to Indianapolis, so there I don't have to do that. Um, but yeah, I'm in, I'm in Chicago, Wrigley Field, like July 31st. That's and cool. then August 1st is the next day. So that's why, you know, no time to put anything together. We're going to fucking, we're going to Marshall, Marshall Scotty's, we'll fucking play miniature golf or whatever, celebrate uh, 25 years. Yeah, I'm just thinking, imagine getting on a plane on Saturday. Saturday morning and landing on Monday. Oh, I've done it. That's I what did you it just I, did. You yeah, did it. I did it when I went to London. Fuck. That because, big of a difference? Like a two-day yeah, difference? It's eight, yeah, it's eight hours ahead. But not and a two-day difference, right? Well, it's a 12-hour flight. So it's a 12-hour flight, Fuck. and they're eight hours ahead. I think he, is, he said he was on the plane. It was going to be because he had to stop three different times, but literally on the plane for like 22 hours. Oh, yeah, I couldn't do that. Yeah. I flew. Josh just did that shit in Bali. That's fucking nuts. Same thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, there was. We had talked about going to Australia, and I thought about it. Like, I'm not doing that. Fuck shit. that. Fuck that. How many things in Australia can kill you? I'll go to the Everglades. Yeah. Can you imagine? Fuck. I'd be that guy just walking, just a fucking kangaroo just comes over and just <laughs> fucking. Hey! Yeah, forget that. What are the snakes? Yeah. Australia's all fucked up. My wife always wants to go to Australia. If you look no. at Australia on the map, it's like one end of Australia is fine, the other end's fine. Everything in the middle can kill you. Yeah, like, I want to. No, fuck it. <laughs> and watch a Kings game. Anyway. <laughs> Why would I go all the way to Australia to do that? I'm not doing that. Like 24, I think I'm getting off a lot of these trips. When you lived in London, could could you mm-hmm. understand? This sounds so stupid. Could you understand everybody? It's funny. Like it's I funny. can't, I can't understand anything Adele says unless she's singing. Yeah. It, the more I got there, the good thing is I didn't adopt like Madonna, or Johnny Depp, any of that stupid shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> nothing changed that way. I didn't start calling people governor. Yeah. And uh, and it was fine. I almost got hit by a car to the end because I'd still looked the wrong way. Old habits and die hard. back here and started getting hit by cars. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was admired. Like, I had buddies that that were from the U.S. that could drive over there. That, to me, I was like, no chance. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the more I was there you'd start to learn the cadence and the patterns of the people I hung out with. But, but the last season of Ted Lasso, like season three seemed like really crazy, Yeah, but it was great. I, I loved it. I was like, all right, fuck it's on me. Figure it out. All right, here we go. Third question. Have you yeah. ever ridden a horse? Uh, trying to think. I feel like the answer is yes, but I'm going to say the answer is no. I'm going to say no for me, too. I've ridden yeah. a pony. When you were, like, a kid? Two weeks ago. No, like when I was a kid. Like, five years old. Yeah, that shit. Yeah. But, I mean, like, an actual... No, no, I have not. I've My never ridden a horse. Been, no. Your kids have ridden a horse? Yeah, they've been horseback riding a couple wow. of times. Um, oh, that's right. On vacation and stuff, right? Yeah. But... um, My brother used to live... Right by this uh, guy in Escondido that had a couple of horses. And Jack and Kate were pretty young. They were probably like seven or eight. And we would just go. These fucking horses were the best. Because we would just go buy like 50 carrots. Yeah. And these fucking guys would eat. they just eat them all. they just sit there and you could, you know, pet them and talk to them and the whole thing. they just hang out. And then they'd finish the carrots. they just turn around, take a big shit. they just keep walking. Hey, fuck you. That was it. We felt like, oh, this is great. How you doing, Lucky? How you doing, Lucky? 
and no more kids. Uh, hey, Lucky. Y'all clicking at it? Yeah, Lucky's like, fuck you. And like, ah, oh, Lucky. <laughs> Come on. You know what's so funny about San Diego is the different places you go, and you'll just you'll know their horses. You hear them, yeah. you smell them. Like in uh, like in Benita, there are horses. Yeah, and I was at Still Canyon High School. Many was in Temecula again yesterday, yeah. and that's a crazy Ramona thing. Poway. Yeah, that's what I was saying about yeah. Brian Curry. It's great. Fucking horses. Yesterday, I'm at Still Canyon High School. You could you could hear and smell horses the whole time, and then some guy comes by with a shovel, just kills a rattlesnake right by me, dude. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like. It's supposed to be America's finest city. Yeah. What the hell's going on? See these guys walking Cowles Mountain all the time? Hey, yeah. saw this. Yeah. It just looks like it's got like a King Cobra up yeah. there. You're like, no. <laughs> King Cobra, I get 32 ounces, baby. You know what I mean? <laughs> right out of the bottle. Hey, you need a glass for that? What? No. Oh, my gosh. All right, here we go. Have you ever been involved in a food fight? Yes. Have you really? Yeah, we were... Um, I think it was seventh grade, West Middle School. Yeah. And, but I, I think the right food fight should just be soft items. But we had access to like apples and tangerines, and we were just chucking those around the room. Like, you had somebody in the head with the tangerine. You're going to hurt them. <laughs> That's going to hurt. Now, only one that I can remember. Like, not my thing. What about you? No, never. It, and I'll tell you why. I have this weird thing with food, man. I, like I told you, I won't. I'll clear my plate. Even if I'm full, I will clear my plate. I just have a thing about wasting food. Yeah. And to me, having a food fight is wasting food. Yeah. I don't, you always hear about people starving all the time or kids yeah. not eating. I'm like, I'm not having a food Here's fight. Here's another thing we don't need. Enough with the picture of your kid in the chair with spaghetti on his head. Your kid's going to hate you when you're 30. Like, ah, it's so funny. What's funny about it? Your kid's in a moment of weakness, right and we're that, celebrating right, that? Right that underneath the picture, Nick said. What's funny about it? Dude, this? credit to our friend Lauren Brewer, who wrote the funniest shit I've seen on Instagram the other day. She posted, like, uh, a meme yeah. that said, for five bucks, I'll go on to your ex's Instagram, and under every selfie, I'll write, Yikes! <laughs> I told Lauren, I said, I fucking laughed about that. I know I'm sending you 20 bucks right now. That was funny. Not for my ex-wife, but a couple other <laughs> lunatics. Can you imagine that, Dave? That is funny. That's funny. If we give you five bucks, you just go into everybody's, you go into Erica or Laura. Five. Oh, Costa, do it for free. Jesus. Yikes. Lauren, you just go onto there. Yeah, five bucks. You give them five bucks and those right. Yikes. I like it. I like it. I like that a lot. All right, last question. Have okay. you ever played Edward Forty Hands? Do you know what that is? No idea. <laughs> there are people listening going, I know what that is. Edward Forty Hands is where you take two 40s, okay? Okay. Put one in each hand. Okay. And then they duct tape them to your hands, okay? Oh, okay. And you got to finish both of them before mm. you, they'll take them off, to take the tape off your hands. No, I wouldn't Otherwise, do Otherwise, you're stuck pissing yourself. Oh, yeah. No, I wouldn't do that. Could you do it? Could you drink 80 ounces of beer before you pissed yourself? I'm trying to think of what we get of 40s. <laughs> I was never an old English guy. I could definitely do, but King Cobras were 32s. Okay. But, yeah, you got to go 40s, though. Uh, like, there are so people- I'd have to do 32, 32, that's 64, and then another half. It's two and a half King Cobras. I don't Maybe if they're ice cold. 
We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. We'll. Do, I don't know how many years. Eight years. Whatever it is. I don't know what Laura and Eric are, but we're gonna play Edward Forty Hands with them. And see what happens when it's their fortieth birthday. Shit. One of them getting pretty gray, so they might already be there. <laughs> um, we might have missed it by a few years, apparently. Um, you're dead. What? You're fucking dead. <laughs> uh. No, we're not. I'm not taping anything. Like handcuffed. No. Wait, what were the 40s? They were Mickey's Big Mouth, Old English. Old English was one. I think I, on my 40th, I had Old English. You had Old English? Uh, yeah, I drank. Don't they have 40 ounce buds? You can get a 40 ounce know. bud. I don't even know. Oh, you know I could. You know what was pretty good? But this was 32 ounce too. Champagne of beers. You get Miller High Life, but that was a 32. Then you have, I, dude, Griff's listened to this, yeah. and, and Griff and I worked at Santa Fe Liquor. And I, I judged everybody by what you brought up. Yeah. Well, if you brought up a 32 King Cobra, I admired that. That's a good. Cold 45? Cold 45. Yeah, I'd probably admire that, too, <laughs> if you were doing that. Um, it was before PBR became kind of trendy. So if you were getting PBR, you're like, oh, this guy. It's the old uh, Hal Ketchum song, right? Uh, Small Town Saturday Night. Or Everybody's Broke, Bobby's Got a Buck. Put a dollar worth of gas in the pickup truck, right? Remember that? <laughs> That's this fucking guy. Drinking the, pulling the four uh, or the six-pack tall boys. Yeah. Yeah. But then the guy, uh, the, did, I, did I tell you this joke? Um, this guy shows up and he's kind of, you know, he's, he's, uh, Pretty preppy. You know, he's got the gray shirt, tie undone, you know, and he's buying probably a six-pack of Zima, and then he's, you know, buying a couple of old English 40s because he's tough and he's edgy, and he's in line. It's like a Friday night. It's late, like 1030. There's a guy behind him with, like, a 12-er of, uh, like, Bud Light. The guy in front, the trendy guy, says to me, I think Marty Gallo's there. Was hey guys, you know, where's the party at? And the guy behind him, kind of a surfer guy, without missing a beat, says, "Didn't you hear, bruh? Party's in your mouth. Everybody's coming." Yeah. And I was just like, "What the fuck am I supposed to do now?" And I'm just trying to ring that register. Hey. <laughs> and the guy's so mad. And now I'm like, "Oh fuck! I'm gonna start." You try not to laugh. Dude, I'm dead. And I think it was my buddy Marty just walks away. And now, like, I got shaky hand. Like, I'm trying to give this guy his fucking change because it was when we still yeah. paid cash for everything. And the guy behind him is now, like, sorting through the single cigarette. Like, I'm on an island. This Marty walks away. This guy tells the joke, right? Maniscalco, he's just standing there. And this guy just got emasculated in front of me. And I don't even try to bail him out. I'm going to shaky hand at 5, 10, and 20. He's fuck. Walked out. Um, so, yeah, I, I, can't, I can't drink that 40-ounce shit. <laughs> I can drink one. I can't drink two. No. I don't think Could I make you drink it. two King Cobras? Ice cold? Yeah, I can drink anything almost like super cold. Yeah, but King Cobras yeah. are 32. Yeah, I could probably get those done. Yeah, Edward Forty Hands is a game, man. That's that stuff. I know there are people listening who said, "Yeah, I've played that." I don't shit. know. It'd have to be like, um, 
You have to be. I know what you could do. You could play that with two 40 ounce banana daiquiris <laughs> or strawberry, whatever you like. Strawberry. I'm a strawberry guy. You could do that. Yeah, piece of cake with a headache. I could do that. I think um I think that when I think that waitress in Toronto gave me about a twenty four ounce Jack and Coke. Yeah. I do feel those. <laughs> I just need somebody to get me home. Um, but yeah, that's it. All right, we're coming on back on Thursday. Yeah, we'll be back Thursday night. We'll tell you all about LAFC. And then on Tuesday night, I wish I could tell you who the author is. I don't know, but Matt Coyle said it's one of his favorite authors, so we'll be at Warwick's in La Jolla on Tuesday, and then uh, LAFC Wednesday, and then we'll be back here. We'll see you here Thursday night. And then, like I mentioned, start clearing your schedule uh, June 22nd, 7.30 p.m. at San Diego. It's not Snapdragon. It's at one of the secondary fields. So if you want to come out and be part of our Team Jamaica viewing party, let me know. I'll try to get us all tickets. All right, there you go.